Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys podcast. Ding! Okay. Wow, really exciting start there. Uh, A question. Oh, hey, bud. Look, I'm not. Look, you didn't have to stay up till 10 p.m. to do this. <laughs> you have two hours until you're at like the end part of daytime. Late night, boys. But past six o'clock, I'm useless. Yeah. Once the sun goes down, it's time to clown. Well, you recognize that voice (laughs) because joining me as always, he's the army's inside man and the incel militia. It's Griffin Davis. Oh, you're kind of already preempting one of my favorite news stories of the week. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, It's also one of my favorite news stories of the week. Uh, Yeah, it was a tough day for me at the Pentagon, but we had to draw a a line in the sand. Um, I think that... uh, the Joker movie is very chill, very not chill um, and it should not be a thing. Uh, but the Call of Duty game set in uh, Uzikistan or whatever, that's chill as fuck. That's sure. Cool. Uh, we're into that politically. Yeah. I just like to imagine that you showing up and knocking on the Pentagon door and a general opens and you're like, I've got big news about the incels, sir, <laughs> sir. I need to tell you. And they're like, come in. It's a matter of urgent security. Uh Oh, uh -oh, but we're getting uh, inside information now that uh, the Joker does indeed fuck in the movie. Uh, uh Oh, okay. Coast is clear. (laughs) Everyone stand down. Incels love love dudes who fuck. What? No, they hate them. Okay. What? What do you think? Well, so <laughs> I mean I'm married so I don't I don't know what that's okay, about. Okay, so that's uh that's that's uh but I growing up I I did I wouldn't say I had like incel mm-hmm. tendencies but I get it. Okay. I don't agree with it at all. It's horrific, but I get it, you know? Like no one likes everyone wants love. Sure, you know. And if you don't get it, then your your brain reacts weirdly to it, you know, uh-huh. and to have and not just love, just like human connection and and someone willing to like touch your shoulder and be like, "Hey, good to see you today." You know, and and some of these people, they Due to social awkwardness, due to looks, Batman, you know, and then and then Batman comes and like fucks up your plans and Batman constantly is fucking. So it's just kind of rubbing in your face. Yeah. He fucks in front of you while you're like knocked out. It's messed up. It's real. It's real fucked up. Uh, But I guess uh, some men just want to watch the world burn. Mm, Some of them. (laughs) That's for sure. Well, uh, at least three. Yeah, I can, We've, uh, I can think of a few. Well, we started with a hard-hitting question about incels that we, I think, all three nailed perfectly and fell on the right side of things. So without further ado, I'd like to reintroduce our guest to the podcast. He has been on this before. He's coming for round two. Uh, I sent him a message two nights ago, and I was like, I need an expert for this game. Uh, it's kind of a, a last-minute, new, trendy game, and I knew someone would come through, and I knew he would do it. Uh, he is... Uh, uh, incredible memester, would you say that? Gifster? Gifster, yeah. Gifster. Yeah, yeah. He's an incredible gifster uh, at Giphy. Uh, he's been on pretty much every European got talent. Uh, he scared the entire continent of Europe with his antics. Welcome back to the show, <laughs> Leroy Patterson. Hey, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Thank you. I, I did a public post about this, hoping someone would have played this game, and you did not let me down. We're very excited to have oh, yeah. you back. Yeah, you, probably, you uh, hit that post. Just quit. <laughs> well, hey, uh, are you making? <laughs> we're happy someone did. No, we that was not judgmental. I appreciate the enthusiasm. 
<laughs> well, this game really gets people excited, and we'll get to that in a second. But first of all, Leroy, how the hell have you been, and what have you been playing this week? Things are great. Um, I've been playing a bunch of VR. I've been hooked on the uh, the. I just got the Oculus Quest a month or two ago, and I've I've been loving that thing. I was kind of anti Oculus for a while because uh-huh. I didn't like their their business practices, but this thing is amazing. So who cares what they're doing? Right, now? I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. They're spying on my every move. They've seen me naked a thousand times. It's cool though. <laughs> okay. Um. So I've been playing a bunch of stuff on that. I, every night I work out by playing Creed and just as Ivan Drago, I just beat the shit out of Rocky Balboa every night. Oh, it's, it's okay. a blast. So then there's no option to play as Rocky. You right? can't play Rocky. You, you <laughs> can be anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, hey, why Drago's would there be the an best. option to play as Dra- Drago and not Rocky? <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know. Uh, isn't Rocky the villain? I haven't seen it. No. And no. What? <laughs> Well, 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 Rocky loses, so he's obviously the villain. Well, spoilers, first of all. Whoever man. wins is the good guy. And guess what? Who writes history, Lux? The oh, winner. He's lost once. Yeah, he, I, well, he's lost twice. He loses in Rocky the first. Yeah. And, he lo- and then Rocky Balboa. And Rocky Balboa. Yeah, he's good. they go the distance, but he loses by decision. But he gets <laughs> okay. to prove that he's still worthy to fight. And Mason Dixon gets to prove that he's a worthy contender because all he had was like paper opponents up to that point. No sure. one thought that he can take on someone like Rocky. Right. And, you know, this is a very similar trajectory to Ash Ketchum, who I, who yes. lost for like 22 years straight. Finally. Before uh, clenching that tournament. Before just um, fucking his whole face up and getting the edge now, he needed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It wasn't until he fucked his face up did he become a true winner just, you know, to, you uh, know, to go back to the beginning just like the joker just like the joker it gotta mess your face up that's how it works gotta mess your face up work for me how do you joker think i got everywhere. curves are you guys gonna go opening weekend yeah, to the totally. joker? opening night let's do this are you guys are you gonna bring any weapons um when's it come? like to defend yourself just these guns not, not to hurt anyone just, and, just, and yeah. i, I want to reiterate because it's you know it's audio that I, I was pointing to my arms and not uh literal guns yeah exactly uh, wait when well, does the, the guns are strapped to your arms LA. Uh, it comes out like in a couple days, October 3rd or next oh, weekend. Oh man, yeah. it comes out the weekend before I get to LA. It comes out on my birthday. Um, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Which I, yeah. Which Send I, presents. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like one of those things where I don't like even going to any movie uh, right now because I, I get stressed out about like where the exits are and stuff. But especially for this movie, I feel like I'm just not going to, not going to go. Like, like it, it's not going to be worth it. What do you guys? Oh, think? I'm gonna go. I, yeah, it's it's worth it to avoid spoilers. Okay, yeah, all right. I'd rather sure. dodge a bullet than a spoiler <laughs> for sure. Well, yeah, and you also do have, uh, as we've said in this podcast before, uh, Wolverine-like healing <laughs> capabilities. So if anyone is going to survive that, yeah. it's going to be you, Leroy. My thing is like, if I've avoided dying in all the dumb, almost dying situations I've been in, only to die because some weirdo shot me at the Joker movie, that's a pretty good <laughs> bit. Like, that's a pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty good joke. Die doing what you love, you know? Uh, People watching incels. That's what I dream of. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Every every incel is of all cell, right? No. What? They're all the perfect cell. Yeah, they're all cell perfect form. Yeah. This is all part of the Cell Saga. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Goku okay. will handle it. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Just go see the movie. It's we go. Uh, uh, I consider myself a more of an Android 15. Anyways, uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about this before you got in here, uh, before you entered the house, that um, 
you have been making a video game at your work. Yeah. Um, I So at work, we get a little I, bit of a budget. Which is at Giphy, which we said at the top. Right. Um, we get a little bit of a budget every month to make cool stuff. And uh, we were doing an art show. And I, I used to make, I used to be in the video game industry 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I was there for 10 years. I hated it. Worst time of my life. I'll never do it again. But I was like, hey, I could probably make a, a fun little video game for an art show. So I made a game. It was Ronald McDonald versus the Burger King. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun little the fighting sneak game. King the himself. Sneak King, yes, oh, the best. I have <laughs> 220 copies of Sneak King. I, anyway, I feel like in a in a, in a front on front combat, Ronald has the edge because he packs quite a punch. But uh, if there was more of an open world uh, arena, I think that then the Sneak King right in a blood right. Yeah, in a, if it's weapons based, if it's blood sport. Ronald wins. If it's a Hunger Games, yeah. Sneak King wins. Yes. Oh, Sneak King. Yeah. Sneak King wins by a long shot. I would yeah. agree with that. Um, so I made that. And then at the same time, uh, one of our uh, coworkers was leaving. And I, I'd been bouncing around this idea yeah. of making a video, of Mortal Kombat, like old school Mortal Kombat style. Mm-hmm. Film actors in front of a green screen. Chop them up. Throw them into the game. And uh, we well, did you, that. You, you, you tron them. You throw yeah. them inside the game. Yeah, they can't yeah. leave. It's pretty trapped fucked dozens up. of people just, inside of a computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell the cops. But uh, <laughs> Dude, um, I don't talk to cops. No <laughs> yeah, way. Good. Not even about Tron related at <laughs> antics. <laughs> Who would believe you? But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we started doing that and then people seem to dig it and I keep getting more time to work on it so yeah we've got 30 something characters now and a ton of stages and it's i think that's the the best way to sort of deal uh with like office relationships is to then just like beat the shit out of your coworkers in a game oh it helps big time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and we'll, we'll have like little tournaments where we're just kicking each other's <laughs> ass using ourselves and stuff and it's a blast yeah uh, we have a ton of fun with it and uh that's a fun thing to do on the side. Now, is this something that I could just make or my? would I actually have to like learn a program for like weeks? You'd have to learn a little bit of coding. Yeah. Um, when okay. I learned it like 10 years ago, I spent probably a month hardcore like learning all the little ins and outs. Yeah. Because there, there's a, there is a lot of like coding that goes to it. But there's some decent um, user interfaces to like right. make it a little bit smoother. And, I still and, feel like we're though like five to 10 years out from like idiot proof apps where you can just like make your own video game. It's close. There's stuff like RPG Maker, which yeah. is pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah. And there's there's some cool VR stuff where you can like build your own levels and, uh-huh. and Oculus today just announced that they're doing some crazy VR, you know, Ready Player One Oasis type thing where you can build your own games in your own worlds and stuff and bring your friends and play in them. It looks pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can go into every uh, 80s movie again. Oh. My favorite period and my favorite types of films. Uh, Lux. How are you? You're laying back real chill. It's late night. We've been talking a lot. I know what you've been playing, but is there anything else you've been playing on the on the back burner? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've been having a shitty time for a little while, so I've been needing to play some games where I kill things. Um, okay. So I've been playing Demon X Machina on the Switch and just blowing up hundreds of robots um, sure. to get some of the bad juice out. Yeah. Um, that game whips ass. Um, mm-hmm. it's like armored core in that you like have a mech and you can like switch out the arms and what the arms do and what the legs do and what all the body parts do. And you can do all kinds of cool customization, but it's not like armored core in that it's got bright colors and it's fast. Armored <laughs> core is a bummer. It's very good, but it's a from software game. And those games are always bleak as hell. I played armored core as a kid because it was like at my friend's house and I just didn't understand it. at all. Oh yeah. I imagine if I was a child playing this game, I wouldn't know what to do. I get very stressed out by the buttons now as a grown adult, Um, (laughs) but it's good as shit. It's so much fun. It's one of those games where like you have moments that just feel so fucking cool. Like there was a moment where like, 
I was fighting two other mechs and I like boosted in between them and like stopped them to dive and like sorted one in half and then shot the other shotgun and then like boosted up and did like a dive bomb to finish them off. And it was like a perfect button sequence and it was so like oh, fucking awesome. cool Gundam shit. And I was just like, oh, like oh, I'll play 20 hours of this game being just like running around shooting tiny <laughs> robots for three seconds of that feeling. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's great. great. Um, well, as far as me, uh, I've still obviously been playing WoW Classic. It's mm-hmm. just a organic part of my life now, and it's very healthy. And you know what? I've been watching more TV and movies than ever. Oh. You put one on the laptop, you put the WoW on the desktop, and you're good to wow, go. Wow, shouts out I'm to Jordan Jurisco, my older roommate who did that. <laughs> I am more cultured than ever because with <laughs> other games, you have to just focus on that. But with WoW, there's a little bit of that absent mind to just kind of grind. You kind of... Uh, as Eminem said at best, lose yourself. Right. And the, music, uh, the moment and you own it, you better not yeah. let it go. Cause you, you better one shot to play. Wow. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. And if you don't, you're going to miss out and you're going to, everyone's going to out level you. Lifetime. Yeah. I yeah. thought Griffin was going to try and do that line. And then got, <laughs> I got very confused. Oh, um, so what have you watched Griffin? Uh, what have you, so, what's opened, what does it open up your mind to? Um, it's opened up my mind to just like community, uh, to like uh, the ways that Blizzard establishes just like all these different ways that you want to like improve your character. And like the big problem with a game like Destiny is there's really only like one or two basic ways to like improve your character and invest in it. And like when you play WoW Classic, like you're the entire time you're spent dreaming of like all the things you want to do with your character. So it's very good. But the story that I want to talk about is I played a demo today uh, for the remaster of uh, Medieval or Medieval or however you say that. I love that game Uh, as a youth. That old... old PlayStation game. Uh, it, it looks fine. It looks like up It feels really shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's like, oh, it's like a way jankier game than I remember. Uh, and they didn't really change anything about the controls. It feels very like lopsided to move around. But the thing that I'm really bummed about is they cut the demo so short that it was basically not even a demo. It was just like you load in and you have to read all of these instruction manuals that tell you the basics of how to play. <laughs> and then they open you up to the world and then they cut it off. Oh. It's like, what? so I just literally just read an instruction manual as the d- demo, essentially. Man, I'll say uh, this, though. very frustrating. That sucks. But if games advertised me by just emailing me the manual and were like, how would you feel about playing this? I'd probably buy a lot more video games and I already buy a lot of video games. Well, okay. We, you, you always hold it over my head that you can read and I can't and I get that. But my point is in a demo, you have to kill the first boss. Yeah. That's the classic. The that's the classic layout. It's like, you have to do that. Yeah. You have to like, you have to complete the first like unit of game. You know, it's fucked like up. you have to like do the first race in pod racer or like mm-hmm. play one hockey game in NHL. But like it can't you have to or like do one boss or one full level in like a medieval or something. Yeah, it was like, all right, R1 is to block with your shield. Circle is to charge attack and goodbye. It's like, <laughs> whoa, fuck off. Uh, so I was very disappointed in that. Um, but I will probably check out the game because uh, it's fun to get those nostalgia flashbacks. But guys, we got a few new games to talk about. But first, let's talk about a little bit of news. Welcome back to everyone's favorite new segment. It's Toxic or Toxic. Now, guys, as always. Always, uh, I'm going to say stuff from the video game news that happened this week, and you're going to tell me, Leroy, from the gut, if you feel like it's toxic, as in bad gamer culture, incel, the Joker makeup, mm-hmm. uh, get it off my internet, or if it's 
toxic as in the Britney Spears song, yep. which is a yep. slap, a banger, a hit, and a good thing. Let's start it off real quick, guys. Mario Kart Tour, the new Mario Kart game for the iPhone, locks the fastest race mode behind a paid subscription. I paid the subscription. Okay. But you get two weeks free, and as long as you cancel beforehand, you're okay. all good. Uh-oh. Um, so because of the taste that you're they give you. Kind of cocked here. I got well, it's the right it. type of demo. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> cell phone games all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I played it mostly at work all day. <laughs> I got I made a few gifts and a lot of Mario Kart races. Yeah. Um Toxic Britney Spears, because you you're gonna say, say do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, because you get the taste. Uh, yeah, that's good. It's the good I'm gonna life. say okay. I'm gonna say the opposite, and here's why. Mario Kart and just racing games in general are like one of the last bastions like couch hangout game time. And throwing it on the phone and like networkifying it, you're corrupting the last beautiful thing left in the world. Um, and I personally think Mario Kart is pretty boring. Um, I'm not, I've never been really into racing games. I'll play Mario Kart for a little bit, but it's never really sucked me in that much. I think it's cool that it's on the phone, but I don't like when major parts of a game you have to pay for. And that seems to be a major part of the game, uh, because they already, they also have other stuff in this game too. Like you can buy pants and like costumes and stuff and those cost real money, like right? Characters and different yeah. things. Yeah. So you like, can, but you also get in-game currency. So, right. mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just a slower grind, which I'm there to play. So I, it, it's not a big deal to me. And I, I love Mario Kart. Like my wife and I, that's the only game that she loves yeah. that we can play together. Mm-hmm. And so we'll play that one and, yeah. you know, every now and then just normally on the switch. So it is one of the last like good arcade style type of games. I would <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just so much fun to play with people in a zone. Right. And yeah, it's like, it's impossible to find any other games to play with people. So that's uh yeah, it's doing the best it can. Uh, moving on. Well, we talked about this a little bit. U S military issues, warnings to troops about incel violence at Joker screenings. <laughs> Um, not necessarily gamer, but every gamer online is talking about it. So, um, obviously toxic for a million reasons, uh-huh. but also toxic that the U S military is doing, but also in that it's like the funniest shit in the whole fucking world <laughs> is that it's the funniest, everything about it's the funniest thing that could possibly happen. Yeah. Like, do you think, um, tr- do you think Trump's aware? Uh, no, Trump. Apparently, everything I've seen from Trump in the past four days since like people started talking about impeachment, it seems like he's taking a lot of Xanax and is not aware <laughs> of much of anything. He is just there's a lot of ups and downs. He's yeah. like way into something and very loud and abrasive, and then yeah. just the calmest I've ever seen him. It's it's a crazy yeah, up and down cycle. Fu- hey guys, sometimes you have to bar out and play like a rhythm yeah, game. You know, he's like, pilt up and fit can- a guitar hero. Like he is on one, and so I don't think he has any idea this is happening. I just think this is like, it's just so funny. Like the idea of like army guys talking about incels, incels plotting like a weird revolution, fucking sergeants and generals, like charts and graphs of the incels movements, like spies (laughs) to me, to me, it's like they're on one side, there's like the U S military and they're sort of like the covenant. And then we've got the incels and they're sort of like the flood. And I'm like master chief, like walking through a ship where they're both fighting. And I'm like, good, (laughs) you know, like, great. I'll just, walk right by this it's ironic because the incels <laughs> love the troops most of all that's true yeah well, well I, I think it's weird too that like why would you want to shoot 
people who are going to see Joker because that's an insight into your life. That's and and, and right. Shouldn't they? Shouldn't they? More people maybe even like want to understand least, you. More yeah, and like at least opening that. weekend, yeah. there's going to be a lot of you know potential incel people watching yeah. that movie because they're super hyped for it. Why wouldn't they be? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's wait till the next weekend when you get the scraggler. You know, if you're going to do it, don't do it. Whatever you're gonna do, you know, like okay. So now we're giving advice to the to a shooter. Okay, uh, first of all, don't do it. But if you did do it, here's how I would. Um, first weekend is the real heads, and I feel like you you're right. You don't want to like punish the real heads for being real. Right. At the same time, you maybe do want to punish the stragglers for their cowardice. Um, and that's you know that makes sense to me. Also, remember, <laughs> don't do it. Um, I want to go back and make that the main thing is that we really think you shouldn't shoot anyone anywhere and definitely not the movies. Do not ever do it. It's not good. Guys, if you're feeling the urge, uh, just reinstall Modern Warfare 2 and play No Russia. No uh, No Russian, yeah. No Russian. Uh, and uh, that that level has saved uh, hundreds of screenings of the Joker. <laughs> um, re- regardless, uh, that was that news. And guys, let's end it with uh, with with a good with a good one. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two mm. is coming out February twenty first, two thousand twenty. <laughs> that game's great. Yeah. That game's great. Playing more of that game's gonna be great. I don't give a shit. Like, it, whatever. It's fun. It's a fun game. I'm so stoked for that. So I beat that the first one at the same time I or like right after I beat Until Dawn. Oh sure. And I kind of liked Until Dawn more. I I like Until Dawn. Yeah, a little you're, bit more. You're comparing it, it to was, the last they were of us. Both great. Until Dawn is that multiplayer horror game, right? It's not. It's single, it's single player. player like, yeah, it's it's you, you follow multiple stories, multiple uh, people, a lot of like crazy choices, and it's like a horror movie played yeah, out. I think I had more it fun playing fun. Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really interesting I've, game, and it's like a little more of an experiment than than Last of Us. But the Last of Us, just like on like a tech level, is so fucking impressive. Oh, it was solid. It was amazing. Yeah. I had such a good time. Really good characters. Yeah, like, I but was Until Dawn fucking in rules. It. It's so much fun. Well. Guys, thanks for playing. That was Toxic or Toxic. Uh, Leroy, we're we're really happy that you're here because we're playing a, like a new game. It's kind of exciting. We've all been playing it this week. Mm-hmm. That's special. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it. But first, let's hear a little history about this very new game. In 2015, a group of friends in Melbourne, Australia, formed the indie game studio House House. Their first game, Push Me For You, was a cute <laughs> indie multiplayer game why did you just that throw game up? is gross. The first game, Push Me Pull You, was a cute indie multiplayer game where you were joined at the waist with your partner, sharing a single worm-like body as you wrestle your opponent for control of the ball. The team immediately began working on their next project, which they knew would revolve around the mischievous antics of a goose. As they built out non-player reactions to the goose, they realized what they were creating was actually a unique stealth experience. During final development, the game was accepted into Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas, but with no idea on how to title the game, they submitted it as Untitled Goose Game, and the name stuck. It was released this week, September 2019, to critical praise. So hide your keys, hide your boys, and hide your shiny bells, because this week, the goose is loose. It's Untitled Goose Game. Oh, what a game. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that was really good. Oh. 
That was scary. Good. Really quick. Well, before yeah. this, push me, pull you is a great game. It is gross. It is so <laughs> nasty. You're just two. You, mm-hmm. you and your friend play as two ends of a little tube man, and you stretch out or shrink down and move a ball around, and it has gross sound effects for those movements. It's, yeah, it's like cat dog. Oh right? yeah, but like, you, hear, is, you can hear cat dog stretching out and like pitter pattering around, and it's oh, it's yeah. unnerving. Everybody play it. It's really good. I might, but there are our like cat dog cartoon plots where they're like the plot is they get stretched too far, and it, it's just like oh, what the fuck? Like yeah, why did they it make was that some joke body horror like, shit? Was some and this game is some body yeah. horror shit. But this game we're talking about today is some beautiful shit. Yes. So uh, you know, there's a lot of buzz about this game before it came out. Is that why you decided to play it? Yeah, well, I saw that first trailer. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I think it was during like a PlayStation Direct or something. The first time I saw it, uh-huh. and I was like, "That's awesome! This is yeah. great. Or, or it was, I don't remember what it was. Nintendo Direct, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That looks hilarious!" Right. And and seeing the the next trailer that came out, I'm like, "I'm sold! I don't care whatever it costs, I'm in. Whatever it costs, you know, fifty bucks, give it to me." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was I, my dignity. I beat it last night. <laughs> it was so good, so much fun. I. I Playing a game that like kind of simple and and calming and yes. and cutesy. Yes, and I I usually like you know the hardcore crazy stuff, blowing up zombies, whatever. Mm-hmm. But s- something so simple and and calming and fun. Yes, made me laugh so hard on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. And I, I happily beat it in two sittings. Like mm-hmm. it was such a good game. Well, it's funny that you say that it's not very, uh, not, not very hard because to me, uh, on a spiritual level, uh, a lot of this game reminds me of Dark Souls. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are uh, linking pathways that you have to unlock to create new shortcuts. Um, there are uh, timing-based puzzles where you're supposed to dodge and use your limited movement in combination with the enemies, uh, and uh, you play a demon from hell. So in a lot of ways, they're the same game. Um, but uh, Lux, you, you've also been playing oh, yeah, this game. I beat this shit. How are you feeling about it? Um, I beat it today. Yeah, this game rules. Well, this game was cool because it felt the least like playing a video game. I have felt playing a video game in a while. And I mean, in like the best possible way. Like it didn't because there's so few mechanics and the mechanics that do exist work so smoothly and fit so neatly into this like pretty functional world that you're just kind of dropped into as a goose. It doesn't really feel like, oh, I'm playing this game and making all these choices. It feels like I'm a nasty little goose doing pranks on this little town. <laughs> um, and there's no there's no grind, which is nice, too. There's no, like, get 50 bells and then you get leveled up. You know, it's it's like, mm-hmm. it's it it was a nice change of pace. Yeah, you just get yes. through, so, uh, you solve the puzzles. Uh, in each little place, there's a puzzle that opens up the next place. And eventually you get the little bell and you put it in your hole and then uh, credits. Yeah, um, that ending made me laugh. So oh yeah, such yeah, a good we'll, we'll get to there in a second. It was yeah. an incredible ending. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, basically, you are just a goose that goes through this town, uh, and each level has sort of a checklist uh, of of things that you need to do to terrorize the town. Uh, and one of my favorite parts about this game was like some of them are simple and obvious, like okay, steal all the fruit and vegetables and put it on the blanket to make a picnic or whatever. That one's like okay, yeah, I think I can figure out how to do that. Rake in the lake, rake in the lake, rake in the lake. Yeah, so there's like, the yeah, there's like okay, so there's a rake rake in a lake, and you have to like grab the rake and put it in a lake. That one is obvious, but then there was ones on the checklist, and these are my favorites. Ones where it's like 
how the hell is that going to happen? Like in zone two, one of the objectives is get on TV. Oh yeah. Uh, which I was just like, how is that going to happen? Uh, and then you realize that you create a commotion outside a TV store and then you get someone to walk out and then you waddle in you and you hit button. a switch that turns off the, the broadcast, but turns on the cameras in the, in the store, which then broadcast you, the goose onto all the TVs. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's like reveals like that, that are like like very comedic and like set PC like mm-hmm. like those were the yeah, coolest I mean, that ones. second that pretty- second level is probably my favorite part of the whole game because like yeah that is a lot of my favorite puzzles like getting the boy to buy back his plane is so fucking funny <laughs> just like how much you terrorize that little nerd is so good just tripping him into a into a pond or into the, the water yeah so, like, and like oh, you have to get him to a phone to steal, booth. like yeah. scaring him with the walkie-talkie so you can steal his glasses while he's on the ground and then swap them out for other glasses that he wears and like gets confused like it's so good. I was actually I was playing it uh, at my house, and my friend, uh, former or friend of the pod and former guest, uh, Danny Ziegel, uh, came by, and uh, he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like playing the goose game, and he was like, "Oh, is this a game where you just like hassle a little nerd?" And I was like, "Yeah, basically, it's a game where you hassle a little nerd. It fucking rules." <laughs> Because that's all it's so good. You just like pick people and just like harangue them. I think it's also like, as you say, you were just showing like a, a friend that I played it in front of just like some some of like some comedy friends that aren't gamers. And they were like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And we're in just enraptured by it. So it is a game that pulls in sort of everyone uh, because this goose is undeniable. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about this goose. You mentioned like how pretty the game looked mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, the animations for everything, but specifically this goose are incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the goose is so delicately animated so that it kind of waddles and shifts. And as you move around with him, you kind of feel the weight of the goose and you can't really turn quickly if you're running. Mm-hmm. And, and there's just all these little expressive movements the goose makes. He's like a cocky little shit. He's just like waddles around, does his thing. And when people catch him, he kind of gives us like, who me? Like, (laughs) like it's he's such a piece of shit. And you just like the animation of him is so specific and well done that it it just really feels like a character. And I want all games to have a honk button from now on. (laughs) Nothing's more satisfying than when you screw someone over, does something and then just keep spamming the honk button while running around in a circle. Yeah. You know, laughing at the the horrible thing you just made happen. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's so good. One thing about this game that is just so impressive and speaks to like some of my favorite kind of like what makes game design cool to me stuff is like, there are Mm -hmm. very few things you can do. Like you can run, you can like kind of crawl under some stuff. You can grab things and you can honk. And that's like your whole repertoire of moves. Um, and like that whips like that is so it, it, you can do so the game lets you do so much with so few things like you can, you fucking basically like ruin two neighbors entire relationship. Oh, my favorite you part like, <laughs> with the yeah. vase. The vase made me laugh so hard. Yes, Cause I was like, how do I break this? And I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be the, the baton next yeah. to the ball. Trying to I knock thought it someone off was going to like, or... thought someone was going to try to hit me with it and then like hit the vase instead. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, Oh, everything I bring onto this guy's side of the yard, he then demands, he throws, throws it back yeah. over. <sighs> so if I can get the vase over there, he's just going to throw it like everything yeah. else. And then he gets so upset. Like he, he throws it over and 
it breaks and he's like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> and then the woman who was painting the vase and was like making this big, you know, beautiful painting is like heartbroken that her vase is, and she tries to like put it back together while you're honking really loud at the both of them <laughs> and laughing. It, it, there's so much story being told with so little, little. which is just thought bubbles. Yeah. Because all the all the humans, they don't talk, but they each have a thought bubble with uh, an icon of what they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, it's all pretty ex- just expressive and simple mm-hmm. from there. Um, the funny thing to me is that no matter what this goose does to these people, like, they still don't kill him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, there are so many things this goose does that I, which people would just murder this goose, like, instantly for doing these things uh and i like that everyone's solution is man this goose has just ruined my life you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put up a sign that says no gooses Uh, and that's like everyone's solution and then like you just walk by and they're like see the sign better read that sign like you knock it over think you can read the sign that's part of the joy of the final sort of stretch of the game yeah is like so the way the ending of the game is perfect Basically, from the moment you finish the pub, it's exactly perfect. Like you get in a river and you go up and you get to a tiny little model town where you get to be like a goose kaiju and just like destroy everything and be huge and powerful Mm -hmm. in a way the game has like denied you totally up to that point, which feels. I spent three minutes wrecking the guy at the bar that wouldn't let you pass like that one guy. I just I threw him around in the lakes. I I wrecked that (laughs) little guy. (laughs) It's a model of the place you just were. So you can really just like fuck the whole shit up and just trash everything. And that's super fun. And then you destroy a big castle, get this bell and you have to bring the bell back to the beginning of the game. But all the shortcuts are closed now. So you have to take it through everywhere you've already been. So you see everyone who you've pissed off, all of their anti duck signs, like all of the chaos you have wrought has been like somewhat repaired, but not totally. And like, it feels like you've done a thing and like somehow changed the nature of this world by going on this dumb little goose venture, which like feels so fucking rewarding. And they want that bell so damn bad. Yeah, too. Why, did, why does everyone want the bell? I was so pissed off. I was why like, can't I have a bell? I was just like, everyone else, like, you need to tend to all the shit that I've already done to you. Like, you guys have a mess on your hands. Uh, yeah, the, the bell thing was cool. Um, one thing that I felt like I was kind of missing from this game was water levels. When you get on the water, it feels so good because you're finally in your element and you zip along the water. But there was no puzzles in the water um, other than throwing stuff in there. Yeah, yeah there, there was. There, and, and I think that was a big like missed opportunity for a game that's about goose or geese. Um, and uh, I think that they're like also would have been it would like obviously humans are the enemy in this game it would have been fun to see you interact with more animals mm-hmm. what would a dog think of you or like i don't know like what would other types of animals and how would they treat you and how could you mess with them uh, and that is ultimately my biggest complaint about this game is that they charge like fucking like 25 dollars for this game and it's like 10 minutes long like uh it, it is kind of uh something that i really i really don't like about it is that they like way overvalue just the experience of this game and it's, it's like a perfect tight crafted experience but I don't think it's more than an eight to ten dollar game, to be honest with you. And I think it's like bullshit. They charge me fifteen dollars and it's like normal prices, like twenty or twenty five. It didn't bother me so much. I, I I would rather play three hours of a game that I love every second than 60 hours of a game where I'm 
enjoying parts of it and then grinding for hours to get mm-hmm. to the next part that I love. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, hard agree. Like I, I, we have talked about this before the podcast, Griffin. Like I big time think this game was worth it. Like it was so much more fun and so much better. Like you said, like you said, they were like better crafted and better constructed experience. And then like, so many like $30, $50 games that I've played. But I still felt like they like like they could have explored more. They could have done more puzzles. And it, it's still like, yeah, every element was good, but they're just for me personally, it's like there just wasn't enough. And they could have added they could have added more. Gotta save it for the sequel. I guess I want, I want like but, an alien invasion to go down. <laughs> and the goose just fucks with aliens. Yeah. I, I don't know. Great. It just for me, it's like in and in there's just like so many games, they're all so expensive. And I feel like um that just like asking $20 for an indie game. Uh, there's just there. I think there's like more fulfilling, longer rewarding experiences you could spend that money on um, personally. Um, but I think it was still great. I just was like, well, they could have expanded on these ideas even more than they did. Like there was fun stuff in it. Uh, but I didn't feel like it. Like I was like, Oh, okay. I guess that's it. Bye. Um, I'll miss you. Like, <laughs> and there's still all those other challenges you can do yeah. after the fact. But those feel like more like busy work. I mean, yeah, that's the, the grind um, right there. The thing yeah. is, they weren't bearing in mind though. Is like this was like a, a game festival game. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. mm-hmm. there wasn't like the kind of yeah. like upfront capital to develop this game. Like, if there had been, like, I bet we would see a lot more levels and shit. And then they sold out to the Epic Game Store. Well, you know, you know. just saying. Did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did a timed exclusive, so it's coming hmm. on PC or on like oh, Steam. Okay. Later, but it's I think it's on the Epic Game Store. I mean, now. I definitely think it's a work of art, and I definitely don't want to say that you shouldn't like support indie developers, especially like small team studios and stuff like that. Uh, but I think at the same time me and many other people felt like there was a lack of content for the price. Yeah. I mean, I think that's not like a totally baseless thing to say. I just think that like, I'd rather pay more for like really well-designed games than for longer games that are less like totally gestalt coherent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, spending 20 bucks on one small, but amazingly delicious steak. Or like buying thirty six okay donuts for the same well, price. Well, the thing know? is, then I still have to go to McDonald's afterwards because I'm hungry. <laughs> right. Because right. I didn't get a full meal. Like when I when you if you go and you eat the small steak, it's like you're still hungry after. It's a good steak, but you have to go get food. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I nailed that metaphor. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have any uh, any more final thoughts uh, on this game or any of the elements? I yeah. want more. Give I just more. like thought yeah, this I game was so impressive <laughs> at creating characters like every little dumb human being had a little personality that was like clear and they had wants and like reasons to do stuff and like i want goose in a smash brothers i want a goose amiibo i want some stuffed animals and shirts merchandise the shit out of that thing people Mm -hmm. are loving this goose yeah the goose you could say is loose uh, you could, as Lizzo says, blame it on the goose. Yep. Do we do the Postmates riff again that we did before the podcast? I don't think so. Uh, well, did she blame that on a goose? Well, it depends what you mean by goose, you know? Okay. Uh, well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll give our final thoughts on this untitled goose game after the break. Hey there, and welcome back to the Game Boys podcast. My name is still Lux. I'm still your host, your host, still Griffin Davis. Your guest is still Leroy Patterson. We are still talking about the Untitled Goose Game. This is a part of the show where we rate that game, boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. We're going to start in a circle. 
uh, or go in a circle rather and give our final thoughts on the game and the rating on scale from one to five joysticks. Leroy, you are a guest, so you go first. Five. Give me more. <laughs> I, want, yeah. I want 30 of them in the series. Give them to me. If, Lou, if Leroy brings a game, he's giving it a five because he that means he's he has something he believes in. You Probably. Know? I mean, unless you bring me in. <laughs> yeah, unless you do a miser- <laughs> another miserable May. Oh, no. <laughs> no, there's a whole other podcast about yeah. that. Now. <laughs> I'm a way more successful podcast it is than ours. <laughs> bad to have more powerful competition, but I'm kind of glad they've taken that particular element of gaming off the table for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... F- I don't want to do that podcast. Yeah, it's kind of a relief. <laughs> I mean, I would come on it, but I would not want to do that every week. We did it for a month. We did it for five for five episodes, it and it was the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, I picked a month that had five weeks. I yeah. forgot what was the worst game of that. Uh, the worst game we decided Bubsy, was I think. Well, it wasn't Jaws. It was Bubsy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Bubsy yeah. 3D, yeah. which is just obvious. Yep. Uh, I ended up thinking that. Uh, What's it called? Um, oh, I ended up thinking Sonic 2006 was actually like a masterpiece. Uh, and you can go back to that episode to, to see my like airtight case about why that is. Um, but overall, yeah, miserable may not for us. But this game, guys, this game wasn't miserable for me. I had an incredible time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are right. It is like a perfect little story it has the animation it has like the fun puzzles and yeah i did say earlier that i i was mad about the the price and the level of the content for it but the more i think about it i really just want to support indies you know so guys for me it's a five out of five. Oh boys oh, i'll let you know it's a big time five over here this game is fucking flawless yeah. There's like nothing, there's just nothing like wrong with it. Like everything plays smoothly, everything's fun. There's so many places the game could go wrong, both mechanically and sort of aesthetically, where it totally fucking nails it. Like there's just nothing Mm -hmm. but good shit I have to say about this game. Like, yeah, the only complaint is that there's not enough game because the game is so fucking good, which is like not really a complaint. Mm -hmm. It's just a testament to how good the damn game is, much like Undertale. Like Undertale's only like five ish hours long. Water levels. But it rules. Undertale is more than five hours. Maybe ten. Right? Yeah, it's just still, it's long. Yeah, but it's, it's still um, like a relatively but, short game is my point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like, it just leaves you wanting more because of how well executed the thing is. Like, what a perfect version of the kind of game it wants to be, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Exciting. Well done, Leroy. You have it. brought on a perfect game to the podcast. It joins the ranks of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. For Halo, some reason. Mm-hmm. Katamari Damacy. KOTOR. And what was the, the one we did last one? week? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, 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 wait, I know the answer. I, Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Me and Lux are definitely not brain dead from doing this podcast. Uh, it's 1020 where I am. You're right. You're right. It's way past both of our bedtimes. Uh, so we want to say, Leroy, thank you. You are a new champion, a, a greater member of the canon, a return uh, a return a guest and a victor in this battleground of games. Happy Thank you it. for Anytime. coming. This is incredible. Thank you for taking the late night trip over here. Um, what are you up to? You got anything to plug? I got a new reality show I'm Ooh. filming next week. Wow. But it's just a pilot, so no one will ever see it. That sucks. I was just in a Walmart commercial, but it's only for Walmart corporates, so no one will ever see it. That sucks. So uh, if anyone can get a get a, if you want to see the commercial, apply for Walmart. Get a job at Walmart. Work Walmart. hard, com. rise up the ranks, yep. and then hopefully they'll show you that old video. Get that video, yeah. By that time. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
And uh, I got uh, pilots in the works. Uh, nothing immediately really. Now, now, when someone makes an ad that's only for corporate, are you are you saying things on that ad that are for corporate eyes only? No, uh, my whole bit what? was I I did uh, like ten or fifteen belly flops into a pool. <laughs> And I bruised the hell out of my chest after that. That was an experience. Oh, man. Those sick one percenters at the top just Ugh. parading us jesters around in just, their courts. Uh, the bread and, cir- bread and but circus. I'll take their money. So whatever. <laughs> I will take um, that money. Uh, but uh, yeah. And any live shows coming up or anything? Uh, yeah. I'm always doing uh, the uh, jacked wrestling comedy at the pack. Yes. Always a fun time. Mm-hmm. There's only two more speed faces left, which is heartbreaking. Are you going to be doing stuff at both? Uh, at least the final. Well, at least the final I, one. I haven't talked to anyone yet, but I'd really yeah. like to do the final one. I'm sure you'll be there for the final one. I'm sure you'll be there for the final one. I'm sure you'll scare me. I filmed you. Uh, I think I filmed you once. You brought like 10 people up on stage and had them all kick you in the nuts oh yeah uh i filmed that that one. was to get into the friday the 13th video game that's on cell phones killer puzzle um i i just on a on a dare to myself essentially i was like hey if i made a video of myself getting kicked in the nuts 13 times and then made a little video package sent it to them I was like hey put me in your game as a victim i'm dedicated and uh they said yeah and, and that's why i sent you that clip I'm in the uh, yeah yeah. Oh my god! Wait Amazing. wait, you're so in the. I mean, it's it's audio. That's sequence. so crazy. Yeah, to get a get a screen cap of that or something because I can't see with the reflection. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. share it to it's you. Like sta- we'll, we'll, we'll it's like staring. We'll go in game and grab. It's like staring at a holy oh. text. The everything's yeah. glowing. <laughs> well, at me. that's. It's good to have a little visual plug at the end of the podcast as well yeah. as something that we can all describe to the listeners. Uh, but Friday the 13th killer puzzle, amazing cell phone game. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's free. And you can kick. Can you kick yourself in you the nuts can, in that game? There, there are a hundred different ways to murder me in the game. Incredible. Well, let's all check that out immediately right now as this podcast is ending. Um, yeah. Griffin, you got anything to plug? No. No. All right. Um, don't you have a show on like in like two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I like doing it a week out. I can't live a life of plugs. Right, I'm going to plug my shit because people have to buy tickets for it. Um, so uh, I mentioned this last week, Party World Wrestling. We're going to Houston on the road, baby, to Houston Underground on the 18th of October. So try to be there if you're a Houston person. And it's not going to be just us. There's also going to be stand-up from known comedian Kath Barbadoro and a podcast by Street Fight Radio. What a weird show. Why yes. would this happen? Who knows? <laughs> but it's happening. <laughs> And we're going to be there at Houston Underground. So buy some tickets. It's on Facebook and also Eventbrite and shit. That's great. It's going to be a really weird thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Well, it's like a 15 uh, minutes of stand up, then a whole podcast and then a two hour wrestling show for some reason. Sounds Man, amazing. Sounds like how I pace my show. It's like <laughs> like eight sketches, and oh god, now there's stand up. What's happening to me? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be weird. You really gotta you gotta sneak the stand up up on them. You think they're coming for wrestling? Ha! Gotcha. Tight five. Yeah. Well, I think that. Ca- Type, I think Cat and Street Fight are probably better known than we are, so I'm. They can. Oh no, it, no, Kath is <laughs> way cooler than you. Hey, maybe other people don't agree, but you're right. <laughs> um, that's for fucking sure. Um, but on that note, uh, it's been a great episode. What a joy! I don't have a segment this week because I am fucking gassed. It is. I'm so tired. Um, not just because 10:30. It's just been a fucking time. Um, so sorry, gang, no segment for me, but that means that we are done here. That is the end of the episode. My name is Lux. I'm your host, your co-host, Griffin Davis, your guest, Leroy Patterson, your editor, producer is Haley Clement. Your intro and outro music is by Matthew Moore and your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, internet. We love you very much. Ha! Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> <laughs>